Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, CAB Incorporated presents Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Now, here's your host, Amanda Pierch. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women, the series that salutes and recognizes women who are making an impact in our community. Today I am joined by Joy Mitchell, who is the CEO of Office Creations. Good morning, Joy. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to see your smiling face today. Um, as you know, the show is presented by CAB Incorporated, and since 1982, CAB Incorporated has been a distinguished leader in manufacturing and global sourcing, serving a variety of industries, including infrastructure, hydraulics, automotive, and rail with their precisioned machine, iron, and steel products. As a woman-owned company, CAB is proud to be the presenting sponsor of this Celebrating Powerhouse Women series. We're also brought to you in part by McCarthy Building Companies and Cat Rangers. So without further ado, Joy, I am so glad to have you in studio today. I know you and I see each other in passing all over the place, Orange Theory in the community, most recently when you were on stage at the Moxies receiving an award. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, I absolutely love running into you. Such a fun, fun thing. Thank you. Tell us, and I apologize it escapes me, what category you won the Moxies in and a little bit about maybe that, ex that experience. Yes, uh, winning the Moxie Award was just wonderful. Um, women empowering women, Ooh. and that is what we do. And Moxie just embraces that vision of women supporting each other and women-owned companies. So I was a proud recipient and just so thankful for the opportunity to be up there. And you exude all of those qualities. I actually have the little Moxie, you know, it came, it looked like a little postcard and it just said Moxie in the literal definition of it. And it's on the refrigerator at my house to remind myself of Moxie daily. But you definitely encompass all those things as a person and then also with your company in the community as well. We'll give you just a minute um, to kind of touch on what you do at Office Creations because it's a wonderful company and you lead it um, with fortitude. And I'd like to give our audience a little bit of information about Office Creations. Yes, Office Creations is a women-owned corporate office furniture company and we furnish corporate offices and hospitals and health care we're in four vertical markets corporate health care um, higher ed and mm -hmm. government and our go-to market strategy is to come alongside our end user and be the expert in the workplace and create the work environment that helps their employees thrive I've seen some of the spaces that you've designed just through social media, and I'm sure I've been in a place that you've done it and just not known that you're responsible for the creative um, design. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So give us an example of maybe a project that you've recently completed or something that you're working on, if you can share with the audience. Yeah, absolutely. We completed um, Brassville Gorey's space in Atlanta and HD Supply. We also have um, just recently finished the Emory New Tower. Ooh. It is a four-floor new Emory Tower that um, houses ICU, and that was a wonderful project that we worked alongside multiple vendors and um, project managers and Emory to complete that vision for that space. That's exciting. Well, Joy, you bring um, not only the creative aspect, but the practical aspect to um, kind of configuring space. I just kind of think of in my youth when my parents finished their basement, it was like 2,500 square feet of nothing. Mm -hmm. And when you have an open space or a blank canvas like that, you almost don't know what to do because your mind is just like, doo -doo 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 -doo. what do I yes. even put in here? How do you define areas and things like that? Give us a little bit of insight as to where yeah. your creator, creative side 
side derives and then how you kind of tackle a space like that. Yes. So I have always loved space and space planning and understanding what works best for people. And Office Creations works alongside architects and designers to create the actual furniture to embrace the workplace. So we are not actually the interiors. We work alongside the interior designers to create the function of the furniture that allows their employees to be the most efficient, to create a collaborative space that they become the best employee they can be for their company. So it is, it's a vision of embracing what the company, how the company works, and using our background in education to work the furniture within that floor plate that creates that. Do they need collaboration? Do they need head down space? Are they pilers? Are they filers? So we understand what and how they work. We're the expert and we provide you the options that then you get to decide what that looks like for your space. So we try to say that we're the experts, we provide the options, we create a budget. So whether your budget ranges from a Kia to a Mercedes, <laughs> we can walk that budget either way. Like so, it. you know, <laughs> it, it is very important that people understand that furniture ranges very right. much like a car, right? But understanding the level that they need to be at the budget. We run budgets that are Kia's and we run budgets at Mercedes. We're able to embrace and have that breadth align with our manufacturers that allow us to align their needs, how their employees work, how we can create them to be the best employee, mm -hmm. create that environment for them. And then we align those two with your budget. And then that's how we go about making the, the space work for you. Mm -hmm. And in turn, it uh, makes the employees have a nice cohesive space so that they Correct. can perform at a higher level. Correct. And, you know, one of the big things right now is, and not even right now, is understanding employees are your greatest asset, right? And employees value where they work and how they work. And creating an environment that they want to go to, that they wake up and say, God, I love this place. I love collaborating with the people I work with. That's what we do it for, right? We do it to be able to impact the team members of these companies that they're able to really embrace and love what they do. You know, one of the things I always say is your happiness and your ability to balance life is your work-life balance. And if you love where you work and you love what you do, you're able to balance that better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that brings me to a, a great point. We'll segue right into that balance. Um, for those of you listening, we'll get into a little bit more about Joy's background here in just a moment. But she wears many hats, um, as well as community advocacy and business ownership. She is a mother of five beautiful children. Oh, she is a wife, and she's also a um, motivational coach and a leadership coach as well. So all of those things, Joy, and I like to use the word integration, um, mm -hmm. work-life integration. You kind of have a wheel that's spinning at all times. Yes. Talking about juggling balls in the air. You've mm -hmm. got them in the air all times. Like you have six hands juggling all the balls. You here are poised and gorgeous. You find time to work out um, and do the things that you enjoy. How do you layer all those things in together um, with the support of who? And how do you still remain sane and, and yes, smiling here? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think integration is a great word with that, right? And it all begins with mindset, right? And, and your mindset of waking up and understand your thought process and how you go about creating and, and making all this happen is key. So 
one of my things is understanding what my glass balls are, right? And, and I have been able to... Meaning they'll break if you they drop them? They break okay. if you drop them, right? So you've got to be able to put your life into rubber balls. And I have rubber balls and I have glass balls. And my glass balls are my core values that, that my family... Well, well first and utmost is, is God, my relationship with God. And then my second is family and my husband being first of that. Mm-hmm. And then my children next and then my business, and then myself. And myself is a part of all of those pieces, right? So I, I'm, I'm connecting and creating myself with my Heavenly Father. I'm creating that with my husband, with my children, and the business. So I'm taking care of myself all along the way. And the, the biggest thing is trying to balance, but integrating it all. And my glass balls are I have to make sure I'm tight with my husband and that he is my number one priority and and my rock there. My glass ball is office creations and keeping that. And then my other glass ball is myself. And I'm able to balance that by creating, letting things bounce when they bounce and know that guess what? They're made to be rubber and they'll come back up, right? Let me ask you really quickly because that's something that I haven't yet um, achieved is the understanding that it's okay Uh to drop that ball. You said it's rubber so it's gonna bounce. And I think you're speaking from experience, maybe having dropped one of those balls. Yes. But my fear is simply dropping the ball. How do you overcome, you know, getting over the fact that it's falling? It's dropping, but you know it's going to bounce, but it's fine. Walk me through that thought process. Mindset. Understanding that it will bounce. And grace. As women, we have to be able to come to a place that God gave us grace and grace for a reason. And every day we wake up with a new day. And tomorrow you can't change. And the only thing that you can change is today. So understanding that ball bounce, we're going to get that ball and staying in the mindset, but allowing yourself grace. Grace is key. There are phases of life that grace has to be greater than, than your fear. And as I look back and say, raising five children, and they are st- I'm still in the throes of that, right? I have a seven-year-old up to 16, and they're at very different stages. But what I would encourage every women leader, every mother, every entrepreneur, is to know that this is a phase and know that grace is there, applying it because when you self-talk yourself into I can do this I can do this your mindset is greater than anything any ball that's going to bounce and I'll be honest there are glass balls that are going to just shatter but your mindset can allow you to put the glass ball together and and keep going so I, I would really encourage the the mindset of saying there are phases with grace phases with grace I like that. I'm sitting here writing it down, phases with grace. And and again, I'm, I'm not trying to be super flattering here, but you absolutely exude all those things as well. Grace and poise and all of those things. I do want to rewind because I feel like we've left the listeners out just because I know about, about how um, your life led up to having mm-hmm. the five gorgeous children. Let's hop in our DeLorean and take it back just a little bit. I know you're a Georgia native. Yes, born um, and raised. So tell me a little bit about your younger years and where yeah. you met your... Um, your partner in life yes. and how uh, you led up to your family. Wonderful. I, I was born and raised here in Georgia um, and I grew up in Snellville to a wonderful mother and father and I'm the youngest of four kids. Um, 
my siblings, my oldest sister went to Tucker High, and the rest of us went to South Gwinnett. Go Comets. <laughs> and so I am a born-raised Gwinnettian. Yeah. Yes. So water towers and all and being a part of that. Um, so, you know, I, I would tell you that Joy growing up really had to embrace being the youngest of four and just life and the community really embraced me. My parents went through a divorce and um, Snellville and the community leaders really embraced me and took me in. And I owe a lot of who I am today to South Gwinnett and the community of Snellville. And I, I truly believe that. I look back and, and smile when I think of my basketball days at South Gwinnett and the, the gentleman that mentored me uh, from Wayne Mason to Richard Tucker to John D., the guys that really um, created the entrepreneur spirit in me and, and never gave up on me. Um, school is always a struggle for me. Um, I, I'm dyslexic, and, you know, fast forward to where I am now, I have two children that are dyslexic, um, one that is severely dyslexic, and it just wasn't popular back then. I, I, I knew I would read it. I didn't really understand it, but it, it just created it, it created a struggle for challenge. me, a, a challenge, and my siblings were brilliant, and um, thank God I knew, I knew I needed them for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they were very book smart. My brother is incredibly intelligent, um, has his master's from tech. My sister is a doctorate and um, does Northside processes. And my oldest sister is a principal at Oconee County Elementary. So they were all very successful and I knew I was driven and I I've always been an encourager. I love encouraging people. Um, God placed that in my heart just to be that cheerleader. I, I loved it. And I knew I could do it. I just didn't have the academics to be able to do it. I struggled through college. Um, in fact, I, I laugh and tell everybody I was a beauty school dropout. I love hair. I love makeup. I always have. I love fashion. And, you know, my mom was like, Joy, you need a degree. And I was like, oh, but I really want to do hair. So she was like, do it on the side. Mm -hmm. So I tried that for a little while, just in school while I was in college. And um, I came back and furniture was my mom sold used furniture. And so I, she was my inspiration for that. I loved watching her do her thing. And she was great at it. Her and Miss Judy Waters. And um, I knew I had a passion to continue to move into corporate office furniture and design. And Brett and I, you know, back in the day, we would... Did you guys meet in school? No, we met at my my big sister and my sorority and him dated in high school. Uh -huh. So Brett is from Social Circle. Okay. And I was at Georgia College in Milledgeville. Um, and I met him at a little get together with some of his high school friends from George Walton. And he went to the University of Tennessee. Ah. So I loved, I always wanted to go to a big school, but I just academically couldn't get in. And so I met him and I was like, oh, you're awesome. And he is just, we met when we were 19 oh. and he is my best friend, my absolute partner in life. And um, I knew at 19, the moment I looked at him, he was the one for me. And, you know, I truly thank God that he brought him in my life. He, um, he was stable. His parents were, his parents and grandparents, they lived on, you know, a hundred acres in social circle and they just lived the dream. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, oh my God, this is just amazing. And Brett was driven and, and he just immediately was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Right. So we got married and, um, Immediately, I, I knew I wanted a big family. Um, I'm the youngest of four, like I said, and God had always laid that on my heart. I, I, I just love kids, and I love 
Um, I knew I wanted that. So we started having babies immediately. I was 23 <laughs> and had my first one. But really, the story is Brett and I grew up together. You know, um, Emmy um, was born. And, you know, I can tell you this. We had a Home Depot cardboard box next to the bed. And everybody's like, what are y'all doing? Right? You know, you're, you're putting flyers on doors and delivering furniture on the back of your truck. And you're having a baby. and On the grind. Yeah. I was like, we can do it. And, you know, Brett looked me in the eyes and was like, we can do it. And I was like, I know we can do this. And, um, that story continued and God blessed office creations and where we were going and fast forward, you know, we have five sweet little ones and the journey has been, it's been hard, right? I mean, it's hard work. It's grind. It's pushing. Um, office creations has grown. And, you know, three years ago we had the ability to, acquire Ivan Allen. And so I acquired the history furniture company, Ivan Allen in Atlanta. And that allowed us to kind of go to the next level again and become the all steel dealer. And when that happened, growth again happened. And we have just grinded it out with the help of the most incredible employees. Um, 10 years ago, Laurie DeVore joined us and she's my right hand. She's my best friend. She's my confidant. And, and we just chase it. Um, and we've been able to really grow the business. And now we're in, in the phase of really creating a legacy for Office Creations. Um, Casey, who is my brother, joined me Oh, three years ago, four years ago as our CFO. He is Dave Ramsey certified and is just understands Brett and I's core values and how we are moving to to create a legacy here in Atlanta for Office Creations and he understands our fiduciary responsibility and that is key to Office Creations. So that has allowed us to just continue to grow and God's blessed that and hard work and here we are just grinding it out ready to continue to go to the next level. Yes. Well, I don't want to discredit the fact that you're raising a family in the age range from 16 to 7, like you said. So extracurriculars are far different in those age ranges. Um, tell me a little bit about like what your day is like shuffling kids to sports and kind of adhering to all of the, the demands of, of their life in addition to yours. Yes. So it has been, wow, the past five years just with the, the range of children, right? I'm going to be totally honest. I'm going to share a story and um, we can... It, it most people don't know it but we'll know it now we um my oldest did competitive cheerleading in Marietta so we drove two hours every day and she was on the highest level stingrays team peach and was living her dream and my other kids were just busy we had three we had five kids at three different schools and over COVID we got to a place that we just really needed to come together as a family. We had hustled and bustled for 15 years and everybody going different ways. I had three nannies that live with me to help me. Wow. And just because the logistics of children at Wesleyan, North Gwinnett High School, go Bulldogs, <laughs> Wesleyan go Wolves, and Perimeter go Eagles. And because all children's stories were a little different. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned is every child's story isn't the same. And as a parent, you cannot put all of them in one bucket. And I wanted to give them the opportunity to be able to thrive in a different environment, right? Um, like I had said, I had some children with dyslexia as a, a child with some sensory issues. And, you know, it was, 
it was it was just as a mom and a CEO, it became very overwhelming to me. And I knew that I could do it and we were doing it and we were crushing it. But but I was so torn. I you know, Emmy was gone five nights a week at cheer. My other children weren't getting home till late. I wasn't getting home from office creations till late. And COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And when COVID hit, every everybody left the workplace, right? right? And, and all the sports. All the ceased. sports yeah. and everything ceased and I really tried to lean in and move my mindset to say, God, God, what are you trying to tell me here? And something became very, very clear. It was priorities, slow down, listen, lean in to what I'm trying to tell you. And so we went down to, we had renovated a beach house. So little fun story about Jory and Brett, we buy and sell houses and renovate them over the past mm, 10 years. We've probably done four now. Um, we love it. We love doing it together. And the business got so busy, we just haven't done it recently. And um, so we actually did HGTV Island Life. And that Exciting. was so fun. So, you know, that has been kind of a passion that, again, connecting to your spouse is key. And we just love doing it together. So a couple of years ago, we bought a house down on Sea Island and we have renovated it. And so when COVID hit and everything shut down and we had five kids trying to homeschool, run a business, I just knew that this mama needed to take a, take a breath. So we went down to Sea Island in March. They shut the island down, so no one was there. There were probably 10 of us on the island. Mm-hmm. And I opened the doors and the kids rode their bikes. We homeschooled in them, or we virtual schooled in the morning. I worked from five mm-hmm. to eight in the morning and then because no one was there all all my conference calls were online and everything so we did that and we began to balance and, and get a new balance kind of like a retreat like yeah. a reset for you yes guys. and I cooked I haven't cooked <laughs> so I cooked and yeah. it was wonderful and our family became whole our family became to really lean in and kind of figure that out mm-hmm. so when schools realized that it was going to be half virtual half this the, the environment had changed. I seized it as an opportunity to get us together collectively in one place. And so my kids are down at school in Sea Island. They're there right now? They're there. That's why you keep jetting back and forth. That's I see right. all these pictures. That's right. On, yes. Like, look at That's you. That's it. That's a perfect example of taking um, something that you didn't have any ability to control, the pandemic, and kind of reworking it in your mind and turning it into something positive. Mm-hmm. A lot of people into tailspin and yes. kind of like like die mode what are we gonna do what What are are we we gonna gonna do do? like everything's imploding how do we do it and it sounds like you and Brett kind of internalized that or did it together and you came up with a plan that would best suit your family not only to kind of revive you know the lull that you felt but also maximize this horrible thing that's going on in the world and turning it inward and growing you know together correct it's exactly what we did so I am I commute I'm here Tuesday through Thursday I am doing all our remote calls so I am still we still have our house we're here I will I will I'll commute every week from now on and how far is the drive it's like four hours okay but I will tell you that is the best time to connect I I love it I turn the music on praise and worship and I am connecting to the team to our clients to just different people and it allows me a time to really embrace and plan the week Mm -hmm. and it's been a beautiful thing and for you it's a it's a great balance so Mm -hmm. using that to be able to say how do you continue to drive and and what it's a phase Mm -hmm. this phase may be a couple years until things balance out this phase may be forever Mm -hmm. right 
let's do here and now. Let's keep the glass balls mm-hmm. in the air. The ones that bounce are going to bounce. Mm-hmm. And you get in that groove and you can feel it. So I'm really excited. I love it. When I'm here, I'm able to do dinners and stuff. I've never been able to do dinners because I'm always with the kids. Yes. So it's like when I'm here, I can do dinners and yeah. happy hours. And it's been great. Getting a whole new networking side. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, are they helping like with, are your children helping? Cause you said it's like a renovation that you guys do. Are they a part of the process because you're all down there? Yes. Yeah, so we had already completed the renovation. Okay. So, um, it is wonderful. I will tell you, they help a lot. So we have chores and, you know, another little quick tip. There is something called Greenlight, which is a fantastic children's um, credit card app that is changed our world. Wow. So, so it's like allowance for the new ages. Yes. And it's all in your app. Okay. And you're able to give them chore money. And uh-huh. it's a debit card. And literally. Can they use it to spend? Like, all the time. So they can buy something with the app, kind of like Apple yep. Pay or something? They can, they can buy <gasps> it with awesome. the app. And they can also have a credit card, wow. a debit card. So it ranges from my 16-year-old all the way down to my first grader. They're able to earn their chore mm-hmm. money, and they can either shop at Target or they can Save Venmo and do it. Yeah. everything else. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Joy, I want to get into um, some of your own personal accomplishments here in just a moment. Um, But before we do, I'd like to remind our listeners um, about McCarthy Building Companies. McCarthy Building Companies is a community-based general contractor specializing in healthcare, education, aviation, and commercial construction projects. They are committed to helping their clients achieve short- and long-term strategic goals. The McCarthy Partnership for Women believes that diverse perspectives drive better outcomes, and that's why they're thrilled to support the Celebrating Powerhouse Women series. I do want to touch on something really quickly, Joy, because you mentioned several times about, um, you know, school and that not being your forte and your husband going to Tennessee and all that. You are in a program to get your master's at UGA right now. Thank you. Go dogs. Go dogs. Oh, oh. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what it was like kind of re-entering, you know, school. Cause it's totally different when we're older, yes. uh, you know, you have a, you're, you're very focused and you're in school for your MBA program, correct? Yes. Yeah. So share with us a little bit about that experience. Yeah. So, um, Boo, three years ago, I knew I was ready to go back to school and, and finish this, right? So I had gone to school for early childhood, and I just, through gut instincts and how I was born, I, I had the business understanding and growing the business, but I actually wanted the business acumen to go with it. So I finished my degree at University of Alabama three years ago, and so a little roll tide, but really good dogs. <laughs> um, and it was a platform that allowed me to be able to do it at my pace and complete my degree. So I did that. And then I, God laid on my heart again. Listen, keep going. You've got this, right? You know, it's you funny. Do have this. It's funny how you see your, your insecurity of saying school was so hard and such a struggle. And then when that mindset kicks in, you're like, I got this and I'm going to do it. There is nothing going to stop me. So I applied for the University of Georgia Executive MBA and I I had to study for the GMAT. Oh, geez, that, that was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And long story is I got accepted and it was, it has been the biggest blessing. I, the network at University of Georgia has been tremendous. My business acumen has been able to continue to grow into a level that has been able to complement office creations, but also drive my, just my entrepreneur spirit of, you know, what's next, right? And how do we continue to look at that? And looking at it from a true academic side is is very intriguing to me. So I have learned and loved 
tremendously through the University of Georgia Executive MBA program. And when are you slated to complete that? You said oh, January, January is like the last class of it. Yay. And then we get to walk at in the spring, but we'll be done. So Will you get to walk in person? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank I, goodness. I, I hope so. Yeah. I'm so Don't laugh. If not, I'm going to throw that ground, gown on girl and we're oh, going to yeah. walk across yep. the stage I'll wherever. Have, I'll have some black and red yes, streamers. Yes, go dogs. Yes, so oh. it's been fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you in advance because I know so you're going to walk. And I, that kind of leads me to the next thing because um, our listeners might not know you on a personal level, but all of the uh, – all of the achievements that you you have and all of the personal development that you do um you're a natural leader and coach but you also hold some accreditation in that world because you're a life coach and a mentor right a yes, motivational yeah, coach yeah. excuse me um share with us how you kind of got into that and and your passion behind that yeah so one of my one of my passions that i have always really really loved to see is women young women even older women right be able to live to their fullest potential. And, you know, as a woman owner, CEO, and mom, understanding that you can do it and having somebody breathe that truth and life into you and really help you set some goals and walk that journey with you. Um, there's something to say about somebody telling you, you got this and let's write this plan and accountability that happens. And I love walking beside women who want to get there or feel like they just can't get there from health, right? How, I, I, I want to lose 15 pounds. How do I do it? Right? No, I am not a weight loss coach, but I will tell you that there are ways and steps that we can take to give you those incremental small wins that when you start to get small wins, that is where motivation happens. Right. And you're like, I got it. Right? So I love breathing truth into women for them to be their greatest potential. I laugh and tell people it's the joy in the journey. I want to be your joy and your journey and walk that with you. Mm -hmm. And so that has been a passion that's kind of been laid on my heart here recently to really walk alongside women who are ready for the next step. And, you know, say say you're in a career that you absolutely love and you're ready to grow. And what does that look like? And having somebody from a CEO perspective kind of give you some good next steps to internally work or externally work how do you look at your LinkedIn and understand what that is Mm -hmm. so I am I am enjoying coaching from a professional side and a business growth side and um, personal growth too. personal growth too because you know there are stages in life where you just need somebody for six months to be able to say listen this is where I want to be let's let's do it right Mm -hmm. If, if it's mindset if it's physical if it's work I'm ready to just kind of embrace where you are and and be your number one fan and get you there well you and I uh, share a passion for Orange Theory Fitness and we oftentimes sweat and row together Um, something that you may also have the parallel it's always spoke loudly to me about the the mental like you were mentioning the mind and body connection Mm -hmm. so in Orange Theory they drill strength power and endurance into us Mm -hmm. but I look at that and I apply that to life in general you got to dig down deep for the strength within to continue to move forward Mm -hmm. you have to seek power from the Almighty Father or Mm -hmm. you have to just find what that derivative is and you have to endure life is about enduring the challenges Mm -hmm. letting the balls drop so Mm -hmm. on and so forth so kind of applying that logic or that psychology to life kind of sounds like what you're doing as far as um, your coaching as well. Um, 
And there are times where people just need that cheerleader. Like you said, the reason I enjoy Orange Theory so much is because of that rah-rah aspect. Mm -hmm. I can go in there and or I could go to a gym and do the exact duplicate workout yes. and I wouldn't have gone as hard and it wouldn't have been as much fun because Alante wouldn't have been pushing the up That's button right. for you me on it. the treadmill, yeah. you know, or just saying, hey, you know, I yes. you can do it that last 10 strokes on the rower. Yeah. So... I think that you make a great coach um, for that. You're perfect for it. And I might be sending you an email, you see if you have girl. any time on your calendar, because I'm looking to see um, how to bridge that gap um, for growth personally and professionally as well. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about Orange Theory and what else you do as far as staying physically active. I was looking at Instagram the other day yeah. and I saw a picture of your whole family doing the at-home workout yeah. during the quarantine. Yeah. So tell us how you incorporate your family into your act active time and yeah. then what else you like to do um your, yeah your absolutely own. so you know being active is key and creating that for your family and creating that generational habit is something that I really find important because you know when your mind is there physically you're able to move and be at a different place right but your physical makes your mindset there too, right? right? So being able to say, being held accountable for that, and what does that look like? So, you know, I would tell you, for our family, we absolutely love being active together. We get out on the bikes, we are working, we're doing boot camp together, because that is the legacy that I want them to understand that physically, God gave them the ability to move, mm -hmm. let's move. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that they don't have that yeah, ability, yes. right? So understanding that with our God-given talent right now, we can move, and baby steps make big, big steps yeah big strides so as a family we we love to work out together um I'm a I am a runner mm -hmm. but I am a runner because I love to eat so I I love to eat I love to have a glass of wine and I say that is my ability if I can exercise that will allow me to enjoy the food that I love but so that balance that's there's that balance mm -hmm. right so it, it's a it is a learned trait because now there probably are people that wake up and say I love to run but that is not me but I have learned to embrace that because it's a time that I can get out I can put my earbuds in I can praise and worship I can pray over my children and I can get my mind in the right place to be able then go do the things that are hard leading a company is hard leading through this quarantine has been hard mentally challenging exhausting um just you know, it, it's been a heartbreak, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it has been, it's been hard. Mm -hmm. And mentally, you have to protect that. So physically, I've been able to get on this journey of understanding that when I'm in that space and in that run, that, that it is creating margin for me to be able to lead and lead well. Huh. So I am, I, I have to tell you, in March, I ran an 11-minute mile because I had been crazy and busy, and now I am busting it, and I'm doing a PR at like, you know, 820 oh, six miles. And, but it's because I'm able to mentally embrace that. And what, what I would tell you is once you see success, keep going you just keep going mm -hmm. keep going and it drive it. let yourself be successful and women let people congratulate accept it embrace it take it receive praise mm -hmm. because you are worth it and oh. you are working and you know I would say from from orange theory I, I love being able to look at the girl next to me and she says you're a rock star and I'm like and you can be too mm -hmm. do it and, and I would encourage us as women keep doing that for each other mm -hmm. let's embrace and cheer each other because they can and, and everybody has a starting point mm -hmm. you know 
when I had my first baby, I'd gained 50 pounds and I had somebody cheer me on and that cheering on made the difference mm. of becoming who I want to be. And so understanding that, that those physical wins and, and getting out and motivating and cheering your children and cheering your partner on is just key to be able to connect that and to be able to keep going with it. So I'm running, I'm doing Orange Theory, I'm, you know, just working it out, trying to, it is a time that I can just continue to say, how do you better yourself? How do you better That's yourself? Because they always tell us the, the only person you're competing against yourself is, I mean, you? the only person you're competing against is yourself. In Amen. The gym. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so true? And isn't it that how you start, you get in your mind, you say, listen, I can't do it. I'm tired today. And get it out of your mind. Get it yeah. out of your mind. Because then it's like, finish strong, mm-hmm. finish strong, and yeah. finish strong. And then you hear that little voice. Yep. Kristen, hit that plus sign. That's right. And, and you tap, 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 tap. And you're, you're like, what? Yeah. 8.5? Yeah. Let's hit that nine. Let's do it. Let's just do it. And fly, yeah. don't die. Yes. Fly, don't die. Yes. There's I mean, an endurance factor to that. Yes. And you got to build endurance. Right. Endurance. Joy, we're going to have a quick word from um, one of our last partners here, and that's Cat Rangers. And then I'm going to see if you have any parting words for our audience. Okay. okay. And a word from Cat Rangers. Cat Rangers is saving lives of cats and kittens one paw at a time. They are the special forces of cat rescue, and all of their felines recover in their lovely home-like center in Buford while they wait to find their forever homes. Cat Rangers is growing rapidly and is always seeking financial and volunteer support. Please contribute by visiting catrangers.org today. Oh, man, we love our furry friends at Cat yes. Rangers. Do you have any animals? I didn't ask you. I, I have mean, how a, can you take care of an animal oh, in addition to what you... Well, we have a golden a uh, retriever doggy. named Knox, oh. and then we have a new golden named Bear. Oh. Knox is shared with my sweet mom. So Mimi gets Knox, and I get Bear. Did your husband name Knox? Yes. Because he was in Tennessee. Tennessee. That's what I was thinking. Yes, that's yes, funny. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I love goldens. However, their hair just happens everywhere. everywhere. So you must just have to brush them. We have children that can help you with that. That's Amen. a chore, isn't Amen. it? Amen. There Amen. you go. We're going to get that. Um, green light. The green light. Green that's light. Right. Joy, thank you so much for your time today and all the pearls of wisdom that you've shared with not only me, but our audience. I do want to just give you the opportunity to maybe share a last little nugget um, before we go. And, uh, the floor is yours. Oh, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I would tell you that the community here in Gwinnett has just been incredible to Office Creations, and I'm beyond thankful for the the women that paved the way before us, right? Um, I sit back and sit here and think and think of Judy Waters and Terry John Dahl and Terry Shoemate or Tammy Shoemate and, you know, so many women that paved the road for people like me to be able to come in and and really embrace business here in Gwinnett, really embrace the lifestyle. Um, And I just, I want to say thank you for those women who have really done and gone before us. And um, you made us possible for us. So thank you. And I just pray that, you know, for anyone listening to this and, you know, question what, what and who you're made to be, that you just reach and dig deep and understand that God made you for something great. Go chase it because you're awesome. Absolutely. You heard it from Joy. And if anybody would like to, to peel back some more layers with Joy in a, in a coaching aspect, maybe you can connect with her on social media. Fashion, family, and furniture. Fashion, family, and furniture. Yes. Oh, I did want to just drop a really quick plug that you do those um, trunk shows at Office Creations. Yes, yes. So tell people. Yes, absolutely. That. We have um, different events at Office Creations that we host and I would love for you to go to our website, officecreations.net, and follow along, and even Instagram at officecreations, 
um, we follow us on social media and come join us. We'd love to have you. Well, I can't wait to be at the next one. Thank you for the invitation. And to all of our listeners, if this is your first time, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are returning, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. All of our shows are available online 24-7 via iTunes and our Heart Radio, Spotify. Where do you listen to your um, podcast, Joy? iHeartRadio. Yes, me too. I'm an Apple girl. And please stay connected with us on social media at Gwinnett Radio X. Until next time, I am Amanda Pierch, and this has been Celebrating Powerhouse Women on Business Radio X. Thank you.